Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome back, my friends, another edition of North County Now, episode number 208. I'm Chris Erickson. We got Mr. Cassie Lewis on the under, other end of the mic. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, my friends. We got a good lineup today. We got a little bit of uh, what's happening around town, a little bit of sports updates. We got some craft corner. We got a new local craft beer. I know Cassie's had it, but there was also one that I'm pretty sure you haven't had. It was kind of a, a two for one this week. So nice. uh, we also got some new spots opening up around town. So it should be pretty darn nice. And uh, yeah, you can find me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You got Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis RE. Come say what's up. And not a real estate podcast, but sponsored by our real estate crew right here in North County, San Diego, the Beach Life Group. So you guys need anything, hit us up. Hello at northcountyca.com. I think I need a better call to action right there. I don't think anybody's going to email. Maybe just <laughs> shoot yes. us a DM. There we go. Or text. Yeah. Well, maybe just shoot us a DM. <laughs> you guys have any questions? That's the better way to do it. Or hello at northcountyca. Whatever you want. It's up to you. So just hit us up. What's the real estate minute? I got I got some insight, but what are you thinking? <laughs> uh it's heating up. Things are getting, you know, a little more competitive, but there's still no inventory. I mean, I guess that's why it's competitive. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it seems like there's multiple offers on everything we're looking at. So uh, I don't know if that's, I mean, it's good for sellers, not great for buyers, but kind of a so you're, you're telling me it's like NBA jam. You're, you already hit two shots. He's heating yeah. up. One yeah, more in a row. Right, exactly. On yeah. fire. <laughs> uh, on fire. Oh, I remember that. That was great times. Yeah, that was good. Yep. I was just Reggie Miller over and over and over and over. Was he the That's stud? Great. Was he the best? Well, he could just hit three pointers like no other. Oh, nice. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know my basketball during those days. So I just probably picked whoever was maybe it was Jordan in that game or did he even make it to the game? I don't think he was in there. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, Charles Barkley definitely still was. I remember yeah. Barkley because you could just, you know, Post up in the middle like every single time, yeah, and make a shot. So what a game! That was fun. That was a good one. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely top basketball game ever played. <laughs> definitely fun. I don't know. The new ones are pretty gnarly. I don't know, but this one—they <laughs> look too real. It's like you're playing the TV or something. You're like, this yeah. is. I mean, dude, things are starting on fire. Like you could throw a full court shot when you're on fire. Not every time yeah. make it, but a good percentage of the time. You know, you're like the everything's going to go in, but it didn't. Yeah. The NFL had a game kind of like that. Do you remember Blitz? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. So that was like the that version. And I was always bummed that they never made a baseball like that. It was like pick up baseball and have all these crazy pitches and hitting. And there's your idea for the week, guys. Go make that. <laughs> Cassie will <laughs> be a buyer. And maybe there was a game like that. I just missed it. But yeah, um, I just lo- I love the basketball and the. Blitz was uh, in the arcades, right? Or was it what's console? I had it on? on PlayStation, I think. Okay. I want to say. Or maybe xbox i don't remember now yeah it's been a while all right well back to real estate my real estate <laughs> uh it's it's 
definitely hot, like Cassie mentioned, but those first time home buyers, uh, kind of in the let's call it seven, seven fifty eight range. Mm-hmm. That's where it's definitely they're they're already on the NBA Jam. They've hit three in a row. So yeah. one we just were working on and kind of checking out was open over the weekend. They had some open houses. Followed up on Monday, they had twenty offers in. So that's pretty intense. And then the other one that we're working on right now. So then that next tier up, how many offers were in on that one? Um, is this probably least, like the one four to one five ish range? Yeah, at least I, it was. I don't think it was a crazy number of offers, but over list price. But so three or four at least. Yeah. yeah. So anything in those the first timers too, it's like, especially if it's dialed in, it's moving ready. You know, everybody's kind of on at that right now. So tune in every week for your market minute. So you guys know what's going on in the real estate game. But like I said, yep. hit us up. We're the beach life group, North County. How was the week? It was good. It's kind of like what my spring tends to be, but lots of baseball. Um, giants are awful. So Luckily, they've been games or game times that I'm not allowed to or that I'm not available to watch. So um haven't had to watch them be awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cam had his his uh, I can't remember which day we podcasted last week, but Cam had his first pitching performance of the season last week um, and pitched seven pitches and got three outs, three comebackers. Nice. Um, wasn't planning on pitching him Saturday, but um Jameson, our assistant coach, is said you can't not pitch him after he did that. Uh, it was harder this <laughs> that time. <laughs> he still only gave up one run and got three outs, but um, which was phenomenal. But I had to go out on the mound. He's getting a little frustrated with the tight strike zone, and and I said, "Dude, you got this. Just take a breath." And he's like, "I don't got this." <laughs> he, he, he was also, you know, after throwing seven pitches, as soon as you have to throw twenty of them, it's a little taxing, and he yeah. was exhausted and. Bases are jammed and mentally exhausted, physically yeah. exhausted. Yep. And he threw a pass ball. There were two outs, bases loaded, threw a pass ball. Catcher got it, tossed it to him. Cam made the tag at home for the third out. So mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a fun baseball weekend. We also um, had all-star tryouts all out Saturday afternoon, which was entertaining. I fed a machine for, I don't know, an hour and a half or something like that. Did your arm get tired? It does because I, you, know, you show, well, oh, yeah. you show, you know, I show the ball, ball and then I put ball it in coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these 1700 uh, shoulder presses. Exactly. Yeah. And then I had these like, you know, uh, stud baseball players shagging balls that every time they threw it to me, my hand hurt. Yeah. So I was like, there, there's a bucket, put it in the bucket. I don't <laughs> stop throwing it at me. Um, so that was cool. We went over to Belch and Beaver for my brother-in-law, Travis's birthday. Shout out to Travis. Happy birthday. Vista. I uh, went to Vista, the pub or 980 the pub, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the downtown uh, Vista. Not downtown Vista, no. Um, I love that place. The pub spot is so cool. Um, that my beer of the week might be from there. You'll see. Maybe. A little bit. Teaser, maybe. Hot tease. <laughs> um, and then Sunday, we got to go down to, um, I don't think they call it Peco Pony Day anymore, but the, it was a, the kind of youth baseball day down at Peco. Um, kids got to do the parade on the warning track in the outfield, um, which was super fun. Uh, nerve wracking as a coach. Cause it was four of us um, corralling 13 kids. 
and making sure we didn't lose them. And it yeah. was just a sea of people. It was nuts. So, um, but it was really cool. They How many did you lose they, then? Uh, our groups just got split up. Our Pinto group <laughs> got split up with our Mustang group. And uh, everybody found their parents at some point. So it was did, good. Did the Giants get booed? <laughs> no, we didn't. But there was, but there were, but there's Giants, Dodgers, Royals, White Sox. I yeah. mean, Mariners. There's every team out there. So, um, <laughs> one of our kiddos, uh, one of our players, got to throw out a first pitch. Um, I, I think just because his mom is, um, actually don't really know why. So I won't try to guess. But uh, he got to throw out one of the first pitches. It was like a line of youth kids or youth baseball players and they were giving him a hard time about wearing giants gear he's like i'm <laughs> wearing my jersey like we're supposed to wear our team jerseys to the field <laughs> so um boring game i mean we had a we had a lot of fun like as a group um because we were all sitting together and everything but the uh game was a one nothing it was a sacrifice fly by the brewers it was the only run scored Sick. and those then, are fun <laughs> and then the Padres had bases loaded um, in the bottom of the ninth um, and Trent Grisham watched strike three. So, yeah. <laughs> Not oh, great. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, protect the strike zone. You've got full count. Let's go, dude. Yeah. The guy was throwing it a, little, off. a little wild. He was a little, little in and out and upside down, but can't let that one go. No, I know. Just, and well, I have not, one of the not dead center, but. Pretty darn close. Little, was little it? Hot, little, yeah, it was like in the in the box. It was, you know, maybe it was in the right top right corridor, mm-hmm. but kind of in the middle of that. Definitely, you know, bring that up. Though, was there any talks of um, pitch clock violation? No, I I don't even okay. know if the the sound was on when I was okay. listening, when I was seeing. It. I was just curious. One of the dads in our group. <laughs> was t- dialed into that pitch clock, I guess. And he said, it was- <laughs> it's, 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 uh, exi- not, uh, what is it? Mesmerizing. Uh, yeah. So, um, and he said it was awfully close to a p- pitch clock violation, which would have tied the game. Yeah. So pretty, pretty intense stuff. It, I did. I, yeah, he did come close. I remember I watching it and seeing it count down, but he was going pretty quick. I mean, it was probably, I don't know. I didn't see how close it was, but a couple like, seconds, I, maybe. Yeah, definitely yeah. had time for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, yeah, it was fun. Uh, exhausting. We were there from like nine forty-five to game was nice and short, but um, three forty-five or something like that. So it was a long day, but fun day. Long but fun day. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. Next time, get a get a pods W. <laughs> I have some Padres news in the in our sports section, so we'll get to that a little nice. later. But. Yeah, so we got to hit up the highly anticipated movie, talking about video games, the Super Mario Ooh. Brothers movie, on Friday afternoon. And I liked it. It was fun. Obviously, it's nostalgic. <laughs> it was good. They did kind of mix in some of the, you know, some of the music as they're going through. Have you seen mm-hmm. it yet? Did you go check it no, out? No, we're, we're going to go see it this coming weekend. Yeah, definitely worth it, for sure. And it's just fun. I mean, you know, it's kind of, that's what we grew up on kind of updated they have bringing in a bunch of the old games or kind of the the world's all tied together you know so mm-hmm. there there was some parts where it pans to the side you know and it looks like they're jumping through a level and kind of stuff mm-hmm. so they kind of tied in they did they did good tying in some stuff 
it was, uh, I think my hopes were too high. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what hear, I was hoping for. You hear Chris Pratt now and you're like, oh, this is going to be epic. Yeah. Well, some of the voices, it, it's they definitely are distorted in some capacity. So hmm. Jack Black plays Bowser. Bowser. Mm-hmm. But you could tell he does a few musical parts because oh, yeah. he's Jack Black. So you could tell it's Jack Black during those parts, but the other times just they made it real gruff and real Bowsery. Mm-hmm. I could not tell it was Chris Pratt the entire time. I was like, no, really? I thought Chris Pratt was it was somebody else. Definitely Donkey Kong. You could tell it was Seth Rogen. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, <laughs> obviously <laughs> I think that's who it was, Seth Rogen. I believe <laughs> yeah, that's who I think it was. you're right. But yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a perfect Donkey Kong character for him. It mm-hmm. just worked out well. But yeah, I was just still even throughout the whole movie. Julie's like, that's Chris Pratt. I was like, I don't know if it is. So we had to look <laughs> it up during the movie. It, 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 it definitely is. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell, dude. It, I don't know what it was, but it was definitely fun. So he's, so great, he's got a great Italian accent is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, definitely worth it any anybody who hasn't seen it yet go check it out uh, it's definitely nostalgic and uh just fun and the kind of like i said tying in a little bit of the certain parts you'll hear like a, the music but it'd be like kind of undercover a little bit you're like oh what mm-hmm. is this part of the game from oh yeah that was that was from this part when you're you know or running through this level or whatever so it was it was good and there was no yoshi so that's like, I don't know why. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, that seems crazy. Lincoln said he did see Yoshi when they were hanging out with all the toadstools. So he saw him running during one of the, I don't even know if it was a fight scene, but like going somewhere. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, let me know. Double check on that. So he should <laughs> definitely, maybe I'm sure he'll be in Super Mario Brothers too. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's how they're doing it. Because in Super Mario Brothers, there was no Yoshi. Super Mario that's Brothers right. 2, that's where he was kind of born right introduced i think or introduced so. or was it three yeah uh, i can't remember now if it was two or three so maybe that's know. how they're doing it maybe they're just all the characters that were in that one i don't know we'll see <laughs> we'll see stay tuned for this podcast for when we review super mario brothers 2 <laughs> nice uh also got to hit up i don't know if you guys have been there have you been to hamburger hut over in lucadia it's kind of a we have not. It's the old Priority Public House. So it used to be blacked out building. Now it's white. Mm-hmm. They just from black to white. But as you walk in, it's a little bar. I've been there for Priority Public House, but it used to have a little outdoor space. Now they have a big outdoor space. So if you have kids, it's actually cool to go out there. And I mean, my guys are running around, so there's not like things to do out there, but brought some games and, you know, there's room for them to to stretch their their little legs a little bit. But it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a play on In and Out, where they have super simple menu. They have even the like uh, their logos. It's just like a little palm tree. I want to say it's like white and red. So definitely an In and Out themed inspired place. Mm-hmm. You can get like a single burger, double burger, whatever. Don't order the pokey because you can't. They don't have it. I tried to get the pokey. But I had to go with the burger, and the burger was I, I had it once. The family got it for me, take home. So they ordered it right when they got there. So I had been sitting on the table. It was not a good experience. I got it probably like an hour later. But a fresh hamburger hut burger was was pretty darn tasty. So nice. Good. You're looking for a new little burger spot to check out. And you got kids. Go to Hamburger Hut over in uh, Lucadia. It was, it was good. 
they had a really good the wife got a, a drink i don't even know what it's called but i ordered it and had like let's say vodka uh, some sort of i don't even know some some fizz in there some other things so you know thinking like mixed drink he poured it out of like a a tap it's, oh, nice. it's like that's right wait what was that and he told me the name of it and i said wait so it's just in a keg or i i think like what's this <laughs> what's this magic you guys are doing here but it was actually That's really cool. good i think it was called a uh, palisades so anybody looking for a really tasty cocktail the palisades is the way to go so anyway oh, nice. super Perfect. simple burgers nice and good burgers and mario brothers that was my weekend nice pretty like it. pretty fun pretty exploratory I liked it. <laughs> nice. There, Did you, you guys know. go to the movie when it was uh, sunny and beautiful on Saturday or Sunday when it was ugly? Friday. The Friday afternoon. Yeah. Eve- okay, cool. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So I don't know what it was. I think it was kind of chilly. It was a weird mix. No, of- it was kind of chilly because we did hit up. No, that was after Hamburger Hut. We did hit up. That was Saturday. I don't know. Whenever it was cold, we hit up Hamburger Hut and then went to. Cali cream in afterwards or Cali cream mm-hmm. wrong day for that. It was freezing cold, but <laughs> <laughs> my place is always tasty. They, they always have some good stuff over on the corner yep. of Encinitas Boulevard and coast highway. Want some, yep. some good ice cream cold day though. What there wasn't like a 12 person deep line, which was nice. So it was just two or three people deep. So oh, nice. Padres let's get into this week in sports, Padres are in a bit of a slide. Yes. They dropped that one. And yes, I did see the last inning strikeout, which was, <laughs> it was kind of fun. That was the only inning I got to watch. I got it, which where my beer of the week comes from. I'll drop that in. We're kind of teasing this beer of the week pretty good here. But after some showings on Sunday, I stopped in. I'll tell you the brewery, not the beer, though. Stopped in your local watering hole and got to watch the last inning, uh, Double Peak. Nice. Yeah, and grabbed a brewski over there and got to watch the top and bottom of the ninth inning, which was awesome, except for the out, the, the end. Came in and it was looking pretty good. Uh, who was right before Grisham? Who's who's the seven hitter? Uh, Nola. Yeah, Nola had ripped one down the left field line. It was about three feet foul. I we was like, clapping. See. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. man, the, our whole like section was, um, we were all in the left field line and you can't see the left field corner from that spot. So our whole section was like waiting for everybody, we che- like everybody cheered and then was like waiting for everybody else's reaction. And we're like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. It was fun to watch bad outcome, but Padres, where are they sitting right now? Uh, they are right above us, I think. Not Padres score. Oh, and they lost yesterday, <laughs> two to nothing. <laughs> so they're sitting eight and ten right now. Yeah, last time I checked, they were five and, and ten. So not not great. Not great. But in yeah. good Padres news, the stadium is now serving beer longer. So. <laughs> they're, ser- they're serving beer until let me get it right because I want to make sure I don't mess it up. Padres fans, since the San Diego Padres ex- or San Diego Padres extend alcohol sales as pitched clock shortens games. So, and I've seen this at other parks too, but 
with the new pitch clock. Obviously, it's not just shortening games, but it's sure they like the time fans can buy and enjoy sudsy beers and frothy margaritas at stadiums. They confirmed Monday that they decided to respond to the conundrum by extending alcohol sales to the first out of the top of the eighth inning. So instead of uh, the seventh inning, did they used to do it mid seventh inning or just seventh inning? No more. Like once the seventh inning starts, do you remember? Um, I think it was. Um, oh, it was. I think okay, it was middle it of the seventh. Middle of the seventh. Previously, right. sales at the yeah downtown stadium stopped after the seventh inning, so the change extended sales for about one out. <laughs> <laughs> so now you could get it. You uh, need that last beer. You could run up right after the seventh inning. I'm sure that that's when the lines are going to get pretty long, but you can uh, go get your beer then. So the Diamondbacks, the Rangers, the Twins, the Milwaukee Brewers have also extended alcohols through the eighth. And Miami Marlins and New York Mets said they haven't ruled out making the changes as well. So we got one extra out to get a beer. <laughs> that's just funny, man. Through the first, uh, so MLB games have been considerably shorter this season thanks to a series of rule changes, particularly the new pitch clock. Though the first one and a half weeks of the season, the average game time was down 31 minutes on track to be the sport's lowest since 1984. Still not a fan. (laughs) It's not not happening, I don't think, for you. (laughs) uh... Maybe when I go to a game, maybe that's where it really, or if I actually sit down and watch an entire game. Because my experience has been, you know, watch one to two innings on just random days when I just happen to be in front of a TV. So, yeah. Uh, yep. Agreed. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I liked being there for a shorter amount of time, but. Did you guys get to, uh, was it different for when you went with Pony as far as like staying there? I know when you go with family, it's like. Well, it's a sixth inning. We should probably get out of here. But since you guys held a whole, had a whole crew, were you guys there the whole time? Yeah, we stayed till the last pitch. Okay. Yeah, most I think like one or two, two families left early. Otherwise, it was everybody was there. It's cool, but mostly because it was so short. Yeah, that, that was the bonus. And it was also like you said, a, a, just a, a sack fly to win the game that was the only that was the only <laughs> scoring so that that'll like show in the too. fourth or fifth inning or something like that too it was like yeah there was just zero offense yeah it was wild are we gonna get a sub two-hour game this year i'd say it's probably pretty pretty likely is i mean i don't think we'll get a lot of them but i think at least one have you seen any pitchers as i saw just a clip maybe it was on insta or something i don't even remember where i saw it but uh kind of a pitcher he was using i see I, I don't have all the info but he was using the pitch clock just kind of or oh. just speed it up or maybe that was his style anyways just kind of grab it Snell wasn't it, happy it about it no he, they were they, used, they were kind of like pitching faster you know like okay instead of doing the whole windup like you get the ball throw it in boom get like even mm-hmm. throwing the batters off a little bit more oh, okay i don't know if that's like a, a strategy that any pitchers are picking up on but I think so, but and I think the what I was thinking about is the Snell Snell had a like there's a clip of him like being joking about hating the um, play caller thing because they can have the play caller on their belt and they can call their own pitches instead of waiting for the catcher to call the pitch. But he kept he pushed a button and it wasn't working. Pushed it again, it didn't work, and then had to throw. Otherwise, he would have lost a stra- lost a ball. And um, 
he threw a slider down the middle and the Mets player hit a, hit a home run. That was a bad pitch, dude. You shouldn't have thrown that pitch. (laughs) (laughs) But he was trying to, he's like, I kept click or kept clicking for slider. It kept saying two seam fastball or something like that, but it's so weird. It's like, so just all these, uh, the catcher's not saying anything. He's just clicking stuff. Is that how it's working? Mm -hmm. Or yeah, where's his, where's his, uh, some have it on their arm and some have it on their, like on their shin guard on their, on the top of the top of their thigh. And it just has what what the pitch is. Does it because you don't have location there? Like aren't, when they're doing their old signs, aren't they doing like kind of location? And I think they can do both with okay. those. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like I, too much little technology things to go wrong. And it's funny too because like you can't you can only call time a certain amount of times and all this, but then as soon as that stuff breaks down, it's like well it can't hear and like they're making all these signals and the game stops and then they have to look at it. Yeah. I don't know why you need that either. I mean, how many instances where maybe there's a guy in second where he can kind of see what you're doing. I mean, yeah, you could have somebody in the stands or whatever, kind of checking out the the catcher, what they're doing. But first off, like, I mean, how many times does that happen Mm -hmm. versus how many times is it going to be affected? You know, now the pitch clock and the technology is not going to work. And now there's going to be other issues coming along with it. I don't know. I kind of like the play call on, you know, they're doing kind of, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, this. the fingernails and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do any guys do that? Or they're all, are they required to use the, I think most, I mean, at least the giants are all using them. Um, but there's some pitchers that want to call their own pitches also. So instead of shaking off, they can just say they can click their little thing and it tells the catcher what he's going to throw. Yeah. So, I mean, if they didn't throw the ball so hard, they wouldn't even have to do it. <laughs> like <laughs> catcher, just see ball, catch ball. Let's go. Yeah. Gotta, you got to be set up for where you think it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so. Padres coming up here. We got today. Well, it's going to be tomorrow. So we'll see how they fare against the Braves. We got Diamondbacks coming or going to Arizona. And then they're making a trip out to uh, Wrigley. So play against the Cubs later or early next week. Those are the next two series coming up. Get some W's, Mr. Pods. Mm-hmm. Anything else on your Giants? Uh, I mean, Sunday, I wasn't going to get to watch the game anyway, but they had a rain delay, um, and they waited around for three hours to try to get it in, and uh, it stopped raining, uh, and there was like a three-hour window where it didn't rain, but there was rain in the forecast, and Major League Baseball called it. And now, so they the road trip after uh, the all-star break was supposed to be a nine game road trip with a day's rest at the end. Now it is a 10 game road trip where they have to fly to a fourth city for a game and then no day off. So that'll be good. So sweet. So sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Probably looking forward Uh, to that day off so much. And then you're like, man, man. I mean, you had the day off that you didn't have to play, but you also, but they were there. Uh, he, they yeah, were there, like at, ready to go. Like you don't. Yeah. It's not a day off, really. No, no. And then they had to sit around for four hours, and they could have just left. Yeah, they would have called it. They could have flown out and got home earlier and all that. Yeah. Actually, not home. They went to Miami, but still, they could have got to Miami earlier. Yeah. So well, anyway. all right. Well, let's go. Pods games coming up. You guys don't. We don't play the Giants for a while, but we'll set up a, a viewing Mexico party. City. Oh, we're, yeah, I guess we'll have to watch it on TV then. We can't watch it. <laughs> I can't go to the stadium. <laughs> I mean, we could. Nope. That's just a long trek. 
Not till September. Right. Are you watching the uh, NBA playoffs at all? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors right, well, are down 0 2 now to the yeah. Kings. Yeah. So. so I was just thinking, I'm a. I'm an undercover Kings fan. Sorry, Warriors fans. But I was talking with my buddy. He's a Warriors fan. So it was before the playoffs and telling me the whole new expansion of the playoffs and kind of what was happening. And we'd rather play these guys against these guys and rather finish. Like so many teams make the playoffs and then there's like another two months of playoffs. Like NBA is insane. They need less games in yep. general. But uh, yeah, who, is, who, exp- who, who bet that the Kings would be up 2-0 on the, the Warriors? I bet not many. I think only the Kings fans. <laughs> they are an intense group who hasn't yeah. seen the who haven't seen the playoffs since 2006 or whatever it is. So, yeah, that's what I was. That's when my that's going back to my Kings days when I I never watched basketball growing up. It just was it was baseball, football was kind of the go tos. But when during college, a lot of my roommates were, were, were Auburn kids, so went to not went to but were SAC fans. Mm-hmm. So we watched a lot of got the NBA pass like, you know, that wasn't cheap for college kids, but it was awesome. Mm-hmm. We had we had the Kings Corners, like this full bar set up with, you know, just, it was it was it was awesome. So I got to watch yeah. a bunch of games in there. But those are the days I was just going through the roster. That's that's the guys I used to remember. So Mike Bibby, you had uh, Kevin Miller, Brad Miller or sorry, Kevin Martin, Brad Miller, uh, Peja Stoyakovich. You had uh, it wasn't his name back then, but Meta World Peace, little Ron Ron yep. Artest, who else was on there? Kenny Thomas. There was it was a fun team. It was it was. I, I actually knew what was going on. That's kind of where I learned what how to watch a basketball game. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, play play pickup games. Going you know, growing up, but it was. We uh, I mean, Chelsea and I good. were very similar because we watched. Uh, I mean, similar to your, to your stories because we didn't grow up watching basketball, but Chelsea went to Davis, so everybody in Davis was you know, for the most part, we're diehard Kings fans. And, mm-hmm. and it was when they were good. It was the 2001 yeah. to 2002 through 2006 is when we were there. So, um, yeah, it was, it was always fun. And we, we watched a ton of games and didn't really become Warriors fans until we moved down to, or until, um, I started working for the TV station. I think you were Warriors, on the so. early Warriors train because I don't think anybody was Warriors fans until the, I don't know. When did they start winning? Yeah, no, I started rooting for them um, the season before they made the playoffs for the first time in like 18 years or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah. Like the Baron, the Baron Davis seasons when, Oh yeah. uh, When they were just starting to get good and got to the playoffs and beat Dallas. And it just, just to win a playoff series was, you know, miraculous. So now it's just (laughs) expected. (laughs) Now. Yeah. Now it's expected. And like, the Kings are good. I, I would I wouldn't be shocked if they won the series. Yeah. Especially down down two nothing now. So going I'm get, I think it's two three two in basketball. I think it goes to I don't know. I know it used Francisco to be that way. For, yeah. I think or it's two 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 one. That might be uh, towards the end. I don't know if they switch it two three two and then go two 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 one, like for the the, the end, but yeah. Uh chime in. Let us know, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm googling it right now. Okay, we'll let you. <laughs> the, know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it should be fun. It should be a fun series going forward. It looks so now. It's yeah, game three is in. Um, so it's two two one one. That's what it is. Okay. No two two one one one. Oh yeah, it is. What, two, a, two, what a weird one, way one, to one, do one. it. Like I know. Well, at least I mean, when it's just San Francisco to Sacramento, that's not the. Yeah, I guess one. that's. 
That's not too far. <laughs> he could drive there. That's a, they, yeah. so there's four California teams in there. The Clippers, the Lakers, Golden State, and the Kings. Like California, Dominated. one of the California teams has got to win it, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess that's, I think that's, I think all the teams make the playoffs anyways, but nonetheless. <laughs> I think that's, there's like pretty four, good four teams that are sitting at home right now. I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. They're yeah. like, fine, we get two months off, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, back in the 2005 Kings days, uh, Rick Adelman was the coach, 2005, 2006 yep. season. So, yeah, yep. those are those are good old days. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Fun times. In other news, not necessarily bad sports. NCS <laughs> Ranch course turns 25 today, or not today, this week. So, Seems crazy. Yeah, so they came out and established in 1998. The course saw more than 75,000 golfers last year, but they are doing the trees still like eight feet tall. (laughs) Maybe that uh, they get pygmy everything and they just didn't realize it. I think so. Somebody, somebody messed up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for golf fans, 1998 was an exciting year. The 62nd Masters tournament was won by Mark O'Meara with a 20-foot birdie putt on the final hole, and Tiger Woods finished the PGA Tour as the world's top golfer. And NCS Ranch Golf Course opened for a play for the first time that year in March. So the from hole to hole, this is the guy who built it. His name was Kerry Bickler, an NCS resident. From hole to hole, Bickler wanted, to, wanted it to appear that all the mounds and bunkers were shaped by the wind. The course is widely praised by golfers and critics alike for its challenging yet enjoyable layout. And it's one of the few public courses in Southern California that has a constant uh, view of the Pacific ocean in celebration of the 25th anniversary of the golf course is offering a variety of special events and promotions, including 25 raffle prizes through the year. Raffles will be run in the pro shop at monthly happy hours. I didn't know they had happy hours out there. That's good to know. And mm-hmm. on the course's social media account, the prizes will range from gift cards, rounds of golf, golf clubs, golf balls, JC players cards. Yes, are encouraged to sign up for emails, check in at the post shop and follow the course on Facebook and Instagram for more details. So if you guys uh, want to get in some fun and games, well, let's go to a happy hour. Let's got to find <laughs> out when that is. I like it. It's pretty nice. Some balls, yeah. Happy hour. Yep. Yep. NCS ranch golf.com since opening. How many, so seventy five thousand last year. How many think? How many rounds do you think were played there? Uh, it's nineteen in the twenty five years. I have no clue. Uh, One point seven million. Okay, it's a lot of rounds of golf. Mm-hmm. But, I was going to say it was in the millions, but that would have been a wild guess. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your go to golf beer? Um. <laughs> Swami's that Swami's is a good one because it's one, you know, one to get you pretty loose. Yeah. Uh, Any kind of double IPA works really well. (laughs) I was thinking more, (laughs) I was thinking light. I was thinking going like uh, Buena Vesa or that's a good one. Actually that course, like you mentioned in the past too, I think it's cold all the time. Like you guys went out there and it was like, you're like, Oh no, this is not good. It's freezing out here. Yeah. I played around and, and it's been like that a handful of times, but I played around with, our friend of the show, Andy, kind of pocky. Um, and it was sunny and beautiful when I left my house. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. And I li- literally <laughs> went, in, went into the pro shop at 
after the ninth hole to look for a jacket and the cheapest jacket there was $250. And if it was my size, I would have bought it. You're like, I'll take so it. <laughs> I was so cold. Uh, Did you finish but, the round? Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's chilly, probably, man. It probably took me like a couple days to warm, warm back up. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was just like, it was cold and wet and like, it was just got ugly quick. Yeah. There are some days I just read today. I'll post it later on Insta, but uh, something about uh, cold and wet, you know, May, gray, June gloom. Obviously that course is definitely going to have it, but mm-hmm. uh, shoot, what do they call it? Grapel? Grapel. I think they call it Grapel. Right. What we're having this week, this year, <laughs> it's, it's gray out. It's a little bit early. So we're having some Grapel this year. Well, it's not, like Saturday was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was sunny. It was really, really nice. And then Sunday was ugly. Yeah. Yesterday I'm really looking was... forward to, I just saw, cause I was like, you know, I never checked the weather. I just kind of wonder what it's like. It's mm-hmm. going to be like, I just was looking for those warm days, you know, it looked like Thursday. We're looking at like 71. Oh, this is, by the way, this is your North County now weather update. Weather report. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get weather Friday, underground open. Friday. It's going, it's going to be like, like high seventies. I was like, oh, dude, going outside that day for sure. So nice. Look forward to that. If you guys missed it. Or if you listen to this after, you know, it was a nice day. It was beautiful out. Go enjoy. Yeah. But back to, yeah, go ahead. What? No, I was just going to say, yeah, it looks gorgeous starting even, um, I mean, low 70s on Thursday and like you said, high 70s. Yeah. But then Sunday is back to 70, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to <sighs> 70. But back to golf beers. Yes, the I think that that's the one time I, I'm okay with like a Blondale. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe I just got it once I was on sale. Maybe it might have been at Anthony's Ranch. I think we were at. Maybe it was Twin Oaks. That's where it was Twin Oaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like the uh, salty, salty crew. Their Blondale mm-hmm. was like their salty crew. Who do they team up with? Who who makes that? Is it? It's not Yale Smith. Uh, salty crew. It's like is, a collab. Is it a Cor- it's Coronado. Oh it? yeah, Coronado. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that out there was pretty nice. But back to W double double IPAs. That's where my beer of the week comes from. Is a double IPA from your local brewery, uh, Double Peak. Who done it? Oh yeah, man. I, like I haven't it. been there in a while. I tried to go by this probably about two months ago. Uh, must've been after a showing too. Maybe it was like my, my go-to stop, but it was closed for some reason. I don't know hmm, why. That's interesting. So I yeah. hadn't been in quite a while, probably, I don't know, maybe last time I was with you, uh, many moons ago. So I, I know you were talking about how their beers coming up and it's good. This is like, I was impressed, man. It was it was a double IPA, so it's eight point four percent, fifty seven IBUs. But it definitely did. Like sometimes those double IPAs, they definitely have like a alcohol kind of mm-hmm. you know, yeah. You can tell there's booze in it. Yeah, yeah. This one was taste. It was very clean. It was very uh, crisp for like a. It's I think it's hard to get that in a double IPA where it kind of. I would say like the flavor, like it wasn't just all the alcohol and all the hot flavor. There was just some other. I don't know what they were, but like, mm-hmm. like some, some fruitiness or something in there, but not fruity. Now, don't get me wrong. It wasn't sweet or anything, <laughs> but the, the whodunit was fantastic. So if you guys haven't been nice. to double peak in a while, get in there. Yeah. They also like got a it. few others. They got the Creekside pale ale. I think that one won some, a prize maybe at the, what was it? The beer news in San Diego recent event that they had. I forget, mm-hmm. but 
the Day Hike Pilsner, I think they have that. Oh, cans. They have the Whiptail IPA. They have Riley's Wild Ride IPA, a Rye IPA. MS mm-hmm. Champion, which is a New England style IPA. Pacific Trail Pale Ale. I'm going to try that next time. It's a 7% <laughs> pale ale, so that's pretty hefty for a pale ale. But uh, yeah. And then the Day Hike Pilsner. So they do have like a small little fridge of cans. But I did get, I was really interested in this one. It wasn't my beer of the week, but... I just wanted a little taster. It was the ghost pepper porter. Oh, is it good? It's really good. Oh, well. for like a for like a taster. I wouldn't get a full beer of it. But mm-hmm. if you're doing going in there trying some tasters, definitely and you want kind of something because ghost peppers are I'm assuming pretty spicy. I've never had one. Just had the essence of them in like mm-hmm. chips salsa or beer or salsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit of it's a porter, so it's a darker beer, anyways. It's not like bright and light, it's, but it's a, like a little kick as you're going back. Not spicy, but you can feel it, you know, as you're drinking it. So it was mm-hmm. a fun, fun experience. A little nice. ghost chili porter. But yeah, I like I'll what they're be, doing. I'll be there, there tonight. So Nice. What are you getting? I don't know. Probably all those things you just said. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you, have you done? Do you usually do the whodunit or you got, usually do the lo- yeah. standard IPA? No, I love the whodunit. I've, okay. I've, I've gotten that a bunch. I but like we talked about the Creekside, I think I've, I don't know, my last four beers there, there have been all been Creekside. Mm-hmm. I just love that pale ale. It's really right. good. That's good to know. I'm going to try it. Yep. But you know me, I, I could, a good pale ale is, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good pale ale. Yeah. You got a good one down there. One to look yep. forward to tonight. That one's even high or no, it's 55 IBUs. So it's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty uh, bitter as well, which is yep. good. I like it. Yeah, it's great. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. What you got for me? Beer of the week. My beer of the week does come from, since we've been teasing it for the last 40 minutes, uh, it does come from Belgian Beaver where we went on Saturday night. Um, and since it was a whole day of baseball, I figured I'd continue with the baseball name. Although their picture looks like it's a surfing thing, but uh, Ride the Pine IPA. Yeah. Is that a is that a uh, surf term? Definitely a baseball term, but you, yeah. you probably could. I mean, the old boards were made out of like the original long boards and stuff. I don't think mm-hmm. pine, but they were made out of some, some big kind of wood. Yeah, like big hefty pieces of wood. They're like uh, insanely heavy and dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> no leashes. It was it was a wild time, but I mean, I wasn't there. I'm just assuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, and way less surfers. So yeah, I, mean, exactly. I guess there's that. But yeah, um, yeah. But this says um, hop. Harvest marks a unique occasion for brewers to use an ingredient available only once a year, wet hops. So um, they this is a wet hop um, IPA or, or hopped IPA, um, and it is tasty. I don't know if this is the first time they've had it. Um, it wasn't. They didn't have it in cans and stuff. It was just on tap. Uh, but at 7.5%, um, 60 IBU, just perfection. Nice. Yeah, it's very, very good. Like it's always wet. Hop. Always what tell. does that give to it? What is a wet hop? Like, what does it, what did it add for you? What, what's in there? It's just, just tastes, has that like fresh, like super fresh flavor. It's yeah. like Virgin does that a lot. Virgin gets a lot of like real fresh hops instead of like the, um, pellets or whatever mm-hmm. they go, you know, they go to Oregon and they go to New Zealand and pick them out. And so, uh, just it's that green flavor, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like they just squeezed it in there. Like, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. 
I can What's see that? It. What's isn't it? It's like a Deschutes spear that has like the hop that's getting like, uh, like a clamp on it or something like that. That's what it's like. I could I could picture it. Yes, I don't know which one it was though, but yeah, I could definitely picture it. Uh, if you are going, since we were talking baseball and beers and all that kind of stuff, if you're going to Petco, here's a few spots to go check out downtown. Some I don't even think I've ever heard of, but I obviously don't go explore downtown all that often. So anyways, uh, these are all East Village, so kind of right in and around the ballpark, but you have Amplified Aleworks. You ever go there? Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm trying to see what I'm going to try to bring it up to see what kind of beers they 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 have. I've heard of Amplified. I know they've been up up. I mean, I've seen them distributed up here, but they do have there a lot of pop ups on their site. That's what they have. They have a beer <laughs> menu right here. <laughs> Amplified. Are you, you twenty one plus? Yeah, exactly. No, this is just from Untapped, so I don't know. Hard to get through there, but anyways, they're down there. I'll get to a few that we actually been to. We got Bay City Brewing, East Village. I'm assuming they came from SF at some point, right? <laughs> or it's that bay. Or it's the San yeah, Diego Bay. it could bay be San Diego Bay, but it's not really, <laughs> we're not Bay City, you know? It's not like. Oh, yeah, that's true. Bay City Rollers, That's a isn't that a San Francisco band? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, East Village Brewing. This one I have been to. It's cool because it's kind of set up like house half door brewing. It's <laughs> right down the right. Definitely a few blocks from Petco. So it's super easy to get to the they have a it kind of reminds me of the only other place that I've seen it like that because only other real downtown where it's kind of a smaller downtown was Sacramento where they have these old houses that are converted into bars and, you know, like restaurants and stuff. So that's kind of mm-hmm. like what half door is. Good beer. Go up on the top top deck they have like a not really a stoop but like an outdoor kind of patio around so and right near the stadium so go hit that up if you guys haven't been there little miss of brewing in east village the lost abbey the church which would be a cool one to go check out because i think it is an old church yeah the pictures look really cool um i we were just looking at it the other day because we were talking about the closing of the main brewery and all that it's just crazy that i think the church just opened in march Mm-hmm. And that they're closing down other spots, but who is Lost Abbey? <coughs> Woo. Oh, yeah. like their main room, you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their main, yeah, brewing facility. Yeah, but I just mean that now they have a brand new tasting room and nowhere to brew. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll bring it back. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, not back. They'll like I said, have like, a spot for it. Yeah, they, once yeah. they start getting into. I think there are, I, I would assume since it's going to be the same brewers that once they do transfers and get some of those IPAs rolling in the, in the, the lost Abbey taste rooms, they're going to be reminiscent of hop concept of uh port brewing of pizza mm-hmm. port. I think it'll be kind of in that same vein. I wouldn't expect mm-hmm. too much difference. So it'll still be down there. Uh, we have naughty pine or sorry, naughty brewing K N O T T Y brewing. You got Mission Brewing. They were like one of the OGs down there. Uh, just a and bad then, location now. <laughs> where are they at now? They're right by the tailgate lot, but it's just oh. scary down there. Is it? <laughs> yeah. They used to be over kind of off the freeway, like that old brick building, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I don't know. if they still, There's still a sign there, but I don't know if there's a tasting room there. Um, but their main, I think, brewing facility is the one off of Imperial. 
yeah. uh, the tailgate lot for the for Petco. Yeah. And okay, here I should have just scrolled down. East Village Brewing Pro Tip. In a bold move, Justice and Green list full recipes for the East Village's beers on the company's website. Half Door Brewing Pro Tip. Each summer, Half Door releases an oak-aged sour ale, but it's small, but it's small but notable barrel program. So I don't know if that'd be like the best pre-beer game. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about that. And then the last but not least, I'm sure there's other ones down there too, but West Brew downtown. They're still working on their Del Mar. I guess it would be a restaurant slash tasting room now, but they were kind of knocking it down is right on the corner of, well, kind of coast highway coming in there. It's called something else in Del Mar, but the Del Mar one, I think I'll hit up for sure. Once, cool. uh, Cause they had some good beer. I've had a few West brews, but uh, yeah, they have even before opening in Vista in 2020, West Brews owners had plans to expand downtown. The brick and mortar embodied on those ambitions included 20 taps of largely hot beers, outdoor seating, and menu of scale ball park fair, hot dogs, brats, tacos, salads, and decent shareables, plus a brunch menu available on Saturday and Sunday. So you guys are hitting that up. And then back to it's, Double Peak. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it looks like they're um, doing something in the old Tilted Kilt building also. Looks like okay. something's under construction. That's there, like right, right. That's right at the ballpark. The, or yeah, like yeah. at the one of the gates, right? Yeah, because um, that was all. I mean, that sp- location has just always been awesome, mm-hmm. and it's been a couple of things, I think. But um, Bubs is the other one that we that it's been a while since we've gone, but it's always a a favorite to hit up before or after a game. Stone as well. Stone too. Yeah, the one right by Although the Stone, train station. Yeah, by the train station. Yeah, yeah. They had one at the ballpark for a little bit, but not anymore. Now it's a tiki bar, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. You could actually, if you go up there, so it's right next to uh, Tilted Kilt, you go in and you got to walk up these, like, ran. it looks like you're walking through, like, a service, I don't know, kind of station. Anyways, Mm -hmm. and then you go up to the top and there's, like, a tiki bar and you can see park in the park. You can kind of see the stadium. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty cool location. You're elevated a little bit. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's at it's it was a tiki bar many moons ago, but whatever it is now, you can go check that out too. Uh, back to Double Peak, I was going through kind of some of their upcoming events, and they have I came across the Run North County uh, Club every mm-hmm. what's the day Tuesday every Tuesday they meet. Do you know about this? No. So every Tuesday, I'm also not running in North County either. So. <laughs> well, you've been to Double Peak. You probably you'll run in into you'll run into them tonight. So you'd be like, "Hey, I know what you guys are doing." You see a bunch of people in in running gear. You're gonna you're gonna know it's the running club. Say hi to them. But okay. <laughs> uh, on Tuesdays they have the endurance race series, trails and cold beer Tuesday runs. It's weekly. They meet at 1801 Diamond Street in San Marcos, which is Double Peak. Uh, it's uh, 6 p.m. 5:30 for walkers. If you go out, you know, if you just want to walk, to go for it. But three and a half and five miles. But they meet there. I don't know if they do beer before or beer after, <laughs> or both. But oh. it does. Uh, it sounds pretty neat. But they also, I was just looking at their events. So it's North or Run North County, and they have a bunch of weekly runs. So kind of everywhere around North County. Monday. San Marcos and Solana Beach, Tuesday, San Marcos, Carlsbad, Encinitas, Wednesday, Carmel Valley, Solana Beach, Bressy Ranch, Saturday, oh, what I, I missed today, Friday in San Marcos, 
Saturday, Lake Hodges and in Encinitas, which they run from Panikin, and then Sunday in Carlsbad. So I want to see where the Friday San Marcos is. San Alejo Trail Run, finish your work week and hit the trails at Ridgeline Trail. They're meeting at the town square. So looks like they have beers in their hands too. So maybe they go to the, what's the other taste room? Sanctuary right there. Sanctuary, yep. Yep. So any runners out there, go check it out. Runnorthcounty.com. Need some some running buddies kind of all over the place. It's pretty neat. I like cool. their logo too. It's colorful. It's good. I dig it. Nice. All right. Anything else in beer? I don't think so. All right. Uh, next week, we're going to go over a few of the San Diego Beer Award winners. Because, well, it's all local people, but you find out who did well. Some of our favorites. Some nice. of our go-tos. And then over in uh, Things to Do, Lucadia. <laughs> I think there's a tie into this every week in some capacity. Chicken Hawk, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is an offshoot of Chicken Hawk. But so it's it's uh, used to be, I think Moto Deli was there for a quick minute. And then I think Weenie Hut was there for a quick second, which was all the same company. It was right in Lucadia. It's like a little tiny building. There might have been a gelato place there at some point. But the dude who's uh, opening Chicken Hawk, he made Mana. It's called Mana, M-A-N-N-A. And it's uh, right on North Coast Highway in Lucadia. It's by chef and owner Andrew Bachelor. It's open Wednesday through Sunday. It's the Neighborhood Cafe is going to double as a workshop space as he prepares to launch chicken hawk but even here they're they're going over it and like they're they're like yeah looking like maybe summer 2023 <laughs> but <laughs> he's gonna have this place open so it's cool it's small it's like tiny but uh be just it's m-a-n-n-a mana but it's just gonna be like you know little breakfast stuff they're gonna have where was the thing um they're just it, making it more obvious that it's been a front for like the last <laughs> many years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something came up. Who knows? <laughs> Breaking news here. We found yeah. something in the walls. Yeah, exactly. Well, we got to take care of this. All right. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Okay. But it's going to have, like I'm trying to look for, it's all their menu. Nope. Don't have it. Nope. Looking for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. They're going to have like, kind of brunch lunch or breakfast brunch a little bit of lunch but they're gonna have overnight oats with ancient grains beets and berries uh with spirulina coconut yogurt blue corn chilaquiles which look pretty good and they have a picture of it and some turkish style poached eggs so little tiny spot 25 seat patio they're gonna have events and pop-up dinners and all kinds of fun stuff there but i think he had it it's just he's just wants to cook and he's like dude Give me another space. I just need something <laughs> to do while you take the money out of these walls or whatever. <laughs> or maybe you, I don't know what else could have been in the walls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see this? I, I just thought of in the walls. This is random and back to sports, but did you see the story about the possums, the family of possums that are in the walls at the A's stadium? No. In the visitor broadcast booth? <laughs> I did not. That's good. <laughs> they had to move the visitor visiting broadcast team to a like different box because of uh, a gross smell because of the possums. <laughs> I mean, isn't that stadium like 10,000 years old? 
Yeah, it is. And and it's just like another reason for fans to complain about not having a new stadium. And yeah, another another reason for the A's to talk about moving. And but it's just it was like the the last straw. Yeah. I mean, it would be a bummer if both Oakland teams moved to Vegas, like the the Vegas A's and the I mean, they both kind of work in that environment. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd just be a bummer for any actual Oakland fans. You know, you're like, what, dude, both teams are going. Nobody likes us. Build a stadium, dude. And the Warriors also left and went to San Francisco. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bring them back. Come on. Quit kicking our teams out, guys. (laughs) <laughs> oh man all right well i think we nailed it all anything we missed sir uh, i not that i can think of okay well tune in next week we're gonna fill you on everything we forgot this week so <laughs> thanks for tuning in as always hit us up if you guys need anything hello at north county ca drop us a little subscribe wherever you're listening maybe share with somebody who knows something or who wants to hear about north county and what's going on in padre land and beers and all that kind of fun stuff you know everything we just talked about so Anyways, be sure to follow along, drop us a little review, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys all on the next episode.